This is Sleeping with the Boss, a show that helps you learn how to sleep with your boss. Just kidding. It's actually a show about living together, working together, and loving together. Hosted by Caroline Weingart and Jason Zook. Bam! Oh, do you know what that reminds you of? Do you remember? Emeril Lagasse. Yes! Is Obviously. that what you did it for? Also, good good work on Emeril Lagasse's part to... Come up with that catchphrase? To bam. like make Bam his thing. Yeah, he really did do that. And sorry if we're a little bit echoey. We should probably get yeah. just a little bit closer to the microphone. Cozy. We um in our new place, we're gonna get to our topic in a moment. Just hold on, jeez. Uh, so patient, you guys. God, you guys, this is the internet. <laughs> Slow down a bit. Wait, what? Um, we have a large office, which is where we're sitting now. A little bit echoey, but we also have a mini office that's gonna become our recording studio, uh, kind of a little bit. So we're that's gonna be we want. that's gonna be better because it's smaller. There's books. There's a rug. There's a bunch of other stuff that's going to absorb sound. This room is too big. Nothing can absorb the sound. Although, remember, we listened back to the last one, and we the last episode, and we recorded in here, and it wasn't that echoing. Different microphone. Really? Yeah. Way to switch it up. I know. Where did that thing go? Uh, so, I only use Rode mics because they're amazing and awesome. For anybody who's starting a podcast, highly recommend them. Um, the Podcaster, which is the big one that's like the dinosaur arm. Yeah. Uh, Where did that thing go? Uh, it's in our recording studio because I was getting it ready. <laughs> Oh. Way early. I didn't uh, even getting ready. It was gone. So this is the Rode um, Mini Mic NT USB. Ooh, rolls off the tongue. Okay, let's get to today's topic because we've already been through a bunch of stuff. Uh, Michael Shemwell sent us a question. Actually, he sent us a question. When was this? I want to look I, this, this up. This was a while ago. February seventeenth. Yeah. So a couple months ago, and I flagged it. And I have how many flagged emails do I have right now? Can you read that? Two hundred and one. I cut it in half on my flights that I just took. Proud of you, man. And one of, one of my emails that I got to was him. And I don't say that because I'm like, look how many emails I have. I say that because sometimes I'm really bad at getting back to emails. Mm-hmm. And his was one that I felt really bad about because he wrote this really long question. And I'm going to let you sum it up because I've been talking a lot. I love this question because it's very timely for us. It's something that we're working on our, our relationship. And I will sum it up for you. Basically, Michael was saying that in his relationship, um, you know, one one person is kind of the more dominant personality, which happens to be him. And then his wife is maybe like more, I don't even want to say submissive because I don't think that's what right, she is. Just but not do, dominant. Not as dominant. Yeah. yeah. And so he was saying like, it's hard sometimes to, um, and he was asking us, you know, he was wondering, it kind of seems the same way with us. And is it hard to maintain boundaries and, and how do you prevent yourself from just kind of like taking on that role and how do you deal with those roles in relationships? So the reason I think that this is interesting for us is that I have voiced to Jason and we've had several conversations about the fact that I'm trying to be more confident in every area of my life. I'm trying to assert myself more um, because I do think that sometimes I am too reliant on you. And I think that I also have trouble I don't think that I'm that I have trouble with confidence as much as I have trouble voicing confidence. If that makes any sense to you guys, like I I feel like a confident person on the inside, but I have this fear that if I assert myself um, in a certain way, that it's going to come off as brash or I'm not, you know, I'm going to be perceived in some sort of negative light, and so um, you know that leads me to not assert myself in situations, and then. Also to just not, to, to just kind of acquiesce in certain situations. And I don't want to do that anymore. Um, and you have mentioned that you, it would be nice to see me in a more confident role. So that's something that we're working on. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, 
I think there's a natural progression in any relationship, even if it's a friendship between two people, two guys, two girls, a guy and a girl, a girl and a guy. Um, <laughs> however that goes. But like I, I just completely outside of the two of us, like I was just thinking about my relationship with my friend Drew, and I don't mm-hmm. think my friend Drew listens to this, but I, he wouldn't mind me talking about it. But I think about how our relationship has grown over time, and it's really interesting because I was always the one who you know, had like a a higher paying job. I was always the one who like kind of had my stuff together. I'm a little bit older, Mm -hmm. but he always was kind of like the, you know, and in no no sense am I saying he's less than I was, but he was always just a little bit behind what I was right. doing. Like you were kind of the leader in exactly. the relationship. And now, I mean, he he has done an amazing job to grow this awesome business in Jacksonville. And, you know, he has this great company with all these great employees. And he's doing really well. He's killing it right now financially. And it's so cool for me to see him do that. And... And I think you can probably tell he's a different person now. You know, yeah. he has this like, and not in a, not in like a crazy bad way or an arrogant way or anything. You just, he has this, this confidence in this, you know, he has this ability to assert himself when he wants to make a point or whatever. And so when we've been talking about this stuff, like that's the same thing I've wanted to see for you because I've seen those, like, I know you have those things in you, but as the person who is trying to do that, you have to hit a lot of different um you know, goals or milestones or whatever the right word would be. Well, and it's so personal. Like, it's such a weird thing in relationships because, and I actually was having a conversation with a friend about this very recently, and he is in a relatively new relationship with this girlfriend of his, and they've been dating for about nine months now. And he was saying, like, he was voicing to me that he really wants to see her kind of take ownership of what she's doing right now. And because he was saying, he's like, I can't, I can't just, you know, kind of, um, always be there to say like he how can I phrase this like he was saying that he didn't always want to be there to kind of it's not even support her but like half have to be the the voice boosting her up boosting her confidence all the time if that makes any sense yeah and, and that can be exhausting I think for one person oh, in a relationship sure. to constantly reassure like to reassure and to validate and all those things and so he was like you know it, it causes this tension in our relationship and I was like I have experience with this and I think that you know that ownership and I think that's another topic for this conversation is like taking ownership of like your thing and your own confidence like it has to come from her and I think same with in our relationship I know that nothing that you can say to me or that you can you know help me with is going to help me flip that switch to say like I need to be more um, assertive in, in things it's, it has to come from within and it has to come from as I was saying it's very personal like those personal wins for me in my own life whether it's in my business or whether it's like you know finally tackling like the willpower to like work out every day or like improve my health whatever whatever those wins are in my own life that um, you know lead me to be a more confident person like to help flip that switch that has to come from within yeah um, and and I think that from the other perspective of this for the person who feels like they have to do the reassurance and then they are the dominant one. And and I even think this gets into the financial aspect too in a relationship where sometimes, and I'm just saying this as a generalization, that the guy can feel like he's carrying the weight of yeah. the relationship financially. And the girl can feel guilty because of exactly. that. Exactly. And it's, it's one of those things where it can be difficult to make sure that both parties know that, you know... They just want the best for both of them. Yeah. So figuring that out can be a really kind of hard thing to, to juggle. And and it, it gets hard. I mean, especially when money comes into play. I, I mean, I think 
I can't think of anything else that causes more tension or more trouble or more anxiety or more arguments or anything in a relationship besides money. Yeah, it's it's really difficult. Um, Which is really messed up when you think about it because this whole real. money is not real. Uh, the entire system that our country is built on is just just fake uh, currency. Uh, anyway, that's for a whole different podcast. But no, I mean it's just it's it's really tough, and I think we. So one thing we've done recently, which doesn't really have to do with this uh, topic necessarily, but we've combined our bank accounts now. Yeah, we, we are fully integrated, my friend. Oh, didn't get her to sign a prenup. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> but it, you know, it's it's a big step for us. Mm-hmm. And we are trying to feel out the waters of, okay, well, what if I want to like take a flight to see my friends? Or you know, what if yeah. you want to go get your hair done? Here is, I will say, and again, this is kind of a tangent, but my favorite part about that process, there were definitely some growing pains getting to that mental place. But now that we're pretty well assimilated into like going full force with that, like we've got the account structure, we've got it all set up. My favorite part is that it feels like we're, and I imagine this is what people feel when they get married. It's like, everything feels like we're a team now. Like we've always kind of approached our relationship like that, like decision-making and like moving out to California and doing all these things. It's very much like we decide it's a team thing. But now that is reflected in our financial situation. And it's really cool because it's like, you know, we were just talking like, you know, when your business does well, we benefit. When my business does well, we benefit. And that was always the case. But now it's like very directly um, correlated. And that feels really cool because it's like, um, you know, I want to help you more with your stuff. And you want to help me more with my stuff. because it's I all- can't wait to just, just not work anymore. <laughs> Be a stay-at-home that- fur dad. I am so excited um, for that. I'm so down for oh, that. Oh, what I did want to say, though, is because I was reading the other part of Michael's question about boundaries and how it relates to this dynamic of one person being a little bit more dominant or, or whatever. And so I think that um, an interesting way that this has come up in our relationship lately is... So Jason is a very, um, and, and you guys, if you've listened to multiple episodes, you probably know this. He's a very black and white person. Like he's very, um, like I'm an Oreo, like you're an Oreo. No, he's very blunt and he's very honest and he sees things, you know, I mean, he's open-minded at the same time, but like much more so than I am. You're very there's not assertive a lot, with your opinions, right? Yeah, there's not a lot of gray area. There's not a lot of hiding behind the bush. Yep. There's not a lot of sugarcoating things. WYSIWYG, everybody. What you see is what you get. And so I am kind of the opposite where it's like everything is gray for me. And it's like I just am constantly. And that causes me to be a little bit more indecisive. And so those qualities in both of us lend themselves very easily to this more dominant, less dominant type of dynamic. So what happens is in daily tasks and routines and things like that, Jason Jason's way is the way to do it. And that's just because he knows he's more efficient. Like he cares about things like efficiency and about doing it a certain way. And so what happens is a lot of times I will try, I'll just like kind of step back and let you kind of take the lead on doing stuff. So whether it's like putting furniture together or whether it's like cooking dinner or doing chores, like sometimes I don't like, you know, we had this conversation like when we were staying at your mom's house where it was like, I almost don't want to even engage sometimes because I feel like your way is the right way. And and I'm just going to kind of sit back and like let you do your thing. But we we talked about this and I'm trying, I, I basically had to communicate with Jason and be like, this is why I'm not engaging in more of these types of tasks. tasks. And it's because I feel like your way is that, you know, it's your way or the highway. And so, you know, I would just ask you to be more open to my way of doing things if you want me to engage in more of the stuff around the house and want me to help and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I, I think this is one of those areas where 
I don't think I ever thought about it before, but it's, I do have some OCD tendencies and I do, I have some very interesting, deep rooted, like efficiency issues. Like Mm -hmm. I, I can see, I can visually, and I think this is like, this is also like male brain, female brain. When we're doing something, I can see the most efficient way to get it done. And, and I it, can't. And, and I know. And it actually, and, and I think the the area that it really where it starts to become an issue is that it is the most efficient way. Right. Like it, it's because it's like, hey, we're building something. And I'm like, oh, I've either done something like this before. It's like, you're going to want to do this, this, and this. Yeah. You go that, there, and the other place. Right, right. And I'm like, duh. You know, yeah. and, it's, and it's one of those things where I just have to, you know, and we've talked about this before. It's like, what does it hurt for me to do this either the long way yes. or the wrong way or whatever. And I had to keep reminding myself that, but it's like anything else that a couple works on, it's never going to change overnight. No. It's going to come with time. And honestly, probably if you guys want some advice, probably the best way to deal with that, especially for me is I just either check out or I walk away and I just let you do it. And it's a bit of a task that like, we don't right. have to be doing together. If it's like, let's say like it's, you know, you're either cooking and you're like, Hey, I'm going to cook dinner yeah. and I'm in there and I'm like watching you do it. And I'm it's like, just she's going to burn something or like, she's going to catch her hair on fire. <laughs> and I got to be like, that's fine. Guys, we, you know, the hair catching on fire only happened one time, okay? <laughs> it never happened, but it did not happen. <laughs> I don't want him to think you are No, that but bad. yeah, it's and it's not it's not it's not walking away, it's like disengaging. It's no, like, no, yeah, that's what I mean. Know, I don't mean like storming off like yeah. No, I mean yeah, it's it's me because just Because I know saying, it does grate on your nerves. Like when we we've taken many an IKEA trip, um to you know, I, I think actually embarrassingly four since we've gotten here yeah. a week ago. And today we went to go get these desk legs that have been on back order, and we were super excited about them. And we're putting like stuff in the thing, and I put I put these hangers on this one little area because who cares? It's just gonna get in the car, and like nothing is breakable. It's all gonna get home. And Jason's like. Now, what is that going to do the second that we take off? And of course, I know it's going to go sliding around, but like, I don't care. I'm just going to, it's all going to settle out and it's going to whatever. And I could just see his like right eye twitching. Like, to make the story truthful, it was a bowl in a pot and it would have gone (laughs) flying into the back of the table. (laughs) No, but I mean, it's, it's also fine. Like, let's just stick, stay in Ikea just for a second. You know, we're, we're walking through the aisles. This is the fourth time we've been in Ikea in like two weeks, a two week span, less than that nine day span. Yeah. And we're walking and there's this family of fat, slow people. Sorry, but they were. And and I'm like, okay, I can look to the right. There's a way we can cut through that aisle, go around them, cut through another place. And oh like, God, I'm already exhausted. <laughs> but like, I just, I literally, instead of like saying anything to you, I just grabbed your shoulders and turned you. That's actually one of my favorite things that you do. <laughs> and you were like, you, you were like a mouse, like with like the cheese. And I just like, I just moved your little mouse shoulders and you're like, ooh, the cheese. And you then guys, you just took off. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Like if we're in like a target or something and like, you know, there's like moms with their carts and like, I could easily like, you know, stand behind them for 22 minutes. Well, actually sometimes I walk purpose, but I could like run into about 5 million different people when I'm in situations like that. And Chase just takes his big man hands and he just like, Um, but I think an, an, an important thing to point out though, is like, you know, like Michael was saying, um, you know, in the case of his partner, his wife, who is maybe like not as comfortable speaking up in those situations or, and and of course I'm kind of like assuming here, but that she's like me, but, um, you know, it's important, I think, to, to be, to communicate about those things. And like, for example, the whole, you know, long route versus more, more efficient route thing. Like we have to talk about that because it will cause issues and it will cause tension. 
And I think it's important to to voice like where that comes from. So the same thing that I was saying earlier, where it's like, you know, you as the person who is doing that has to understand that if if you don't let me do things the way that I that I want to do them, the less efficient way, if you will, Whoa. that they're not things aren't going to get done, and I'm not going to help as much, and I am going to rely more on you, you know. And so um, it's really just it's all about compromise as it always is and, and, and communicating and understanding that you're not always going to be able to do something the way that you would do it by yourself. But you know, if you talk about it, then yeah, the chances for fighting are less. Um, one more fun thing I wanted to bring up just so everybody knows that I know where this stems from. It's just a genetic or just an inherent thing that I have inside me as a child. When I was like four years old, my mom, we'd be like, go to the grocery store and we would get out of the car. Mm -hmm. I would jet out of the car and run up to the front door Mm -hmm. and my mom would be carrying all the bags and she'd be like, what are you going to do now? Like, you don't have the key. You can't get in. And I just stand there and be like, but I was first. And like, ever since I was a little kid, I've always just, I, I have been this way. And it's just, it's one of those things that I have to understand and work on and, and really like, okay, what is it going to accomplish if we don't like move around the people who, you know, were standing in our way at Ikea? Nothing. It's not exactly. a big deal, but it's a lot more fun to go faster. <laughs> well, and you know, on the flip side of that too, like, I think it's important to take things that might get on your nerves about someone and see what I call the flip side of the flaw, which is always, can you find like gratitude in that? So I you know, even though you do things and it's like you have to do them your way, I also really appreciate that things get done really efficiently around our house. Like if this whole moving thing, there were so many logistical things that were a nightmare and you just handled them because that's what you do and that's what you love. You, I don't think you love to do it, but that's just who you are. Like you're going to get those things done. And so I take a lot of gratitude in that, that I've chosen a partner that is, you know, it makes my life easier for you to take that stuff on. And I'm very appreciative of it. And I mentioned that several times during this move. And I was like, babe, I'm really appreciative of you taking all this on because I know it's not easy. Um, so I encourage anybody out there too, like if there are things that bug you and your partner, like, can you find a way to also see, you know, the flip side of that flaw and how it can be positive. Now let's play a fun game of can Caroline name the utility companies at our new house? No, not like I would just make it up. Like, <laughs> like Acme Limited. Like, what do they do? Our company. They're know. our Acme, Acme Limited. Limited. <laughs> um, okay, let's finish off this episode. Thank you for the great question, Michael. Very and thoughtful. If you guys want to send questions, that's great. We're going to play another game of Review Roulette, where we go to our reviews on iTunes of Sleeping with the Boss. And if you haven't left one yet, go leave one and we read one randomly. So I'm just. Flicking my finger and I'm stopping. DJ Waldo, our friend DJ. DJ said, Jason and Caroline, Caroline and Jason, they tell it how they see it. This podcast is entertaining, informative, insightful, and just fun. It's a topic that needs more attention, and this couple brings it all out in the open. A must listen. Thank you, DJ. DJ. Thank you to everybody who has left reviews for the show. If you're enjoying the show, Leave us a review on iTunes. It's really easy. Tell your friends. Pass it along. Yeah, just literally like go up to a friend and be like, hey, sleeping with the balls. Check it out. Um, (laughs) Don't tell them it's a podcast. If you're just right now listening to this, at this very moment, whenever that is for you, send us a tweet. I'm at I Wear Your Shirt. Caroline is at C Kelso with a K. C K E L S O. Send us a tweet and say, I'm listening to your podcast. Do it in like a creepy font if you can. I don't. You can't change the font do, in Twitter. I know that. Do some sort of symbol that's like, hey. This do a creepy. Do a creeper. Your best creeper emoji to us. At I wear your shirt. At C Kelso. 
And we Do will it. we'll we'll chat with you guys next week. Thanks for listening. We appreciate we you. We like you a lot. Bye. <laughs>